0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 762, recorded live on May 27th, 2023, and here are your hosts. The man who was willing and able to record last week, Dave Pillay.
1: Hey, hey, hey!
0: And the man who was also uh, willing and able to record last week, but whose internet was not, Andy Hi.
1: Well, Chip.
0: An internet-based podcast, and my internet decided to say nope. Mm-hmm. So there was no podcast because it's it's kind of hard to record an internet podcast.
1: Yeah, it, it was not not having it. Nope. Um, which was really funny because like normally it's my internet that would give us problems, mm-hmm. and Andy's internet was just like I'm not feeling it today. So he would drop out from my end for like a minute at a time and I apparently on his end just kind of got all broken like bad connection
0: mhm lots of stuttering and just you know silence it, even like cleanfeed was just literally telling me inbound stream not available and I'm just like well crap cuz kind of I kind of need an inbound stream so didn't, didn't I I had nothing to work with
1: yeah we we tried as much as we could, and then just kind of gave up. Yep. And then I went to Arizona.
0: <laughs> did you see the Grand Canyon?
1: Nope. I was not in that part of Arizona. Ah. I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, yep. The Monument to Man's Hubris. Did you know, because I did not, Phoenix is considered one of the least sustainable cities in the world? <laughs>
0: I I think most of Western Arizona it can fall under that.
1: Yeah, but like Andy, go look at the the like square mileage of the Phoenix metropolitan area.
0: Oh no, like Phoenix and Scottsdale and uh, Glen Scottsdale Mesa, and I'm missing one of the one of the suburbs,
1: Glendale. Glendale, which is where I was. Okay. There's there's a bunch of other ones yeah. like there's Maricopa Phoenix Scottsdale County, Tempe Mesa and, yeah. Gilbert Sha- Chandler, um, but like it's huge and just not it's flat <laughs> like it's flat like there's no building other than downtown Phoenix no building over like four stories tall anywhere <laughs> yeah once they you... built out yep. not up well which why? makes sense yeah
0: it's a desert. Land is not short of open space out there.
1: Oh, but but it is. Like, it it kind of is, because they're surrounded by mountains. But so you got, you got it,
0: mountains to the west, or not west, east. And to the
1: east. Go look at Phoenix.
0: But Yeah, I know, you have the mountains to the east, but what mountains do you have to the west?
1: The Estrella Mountain Regional Park, and the White Tank Mountain Regional Park, and Skyline Regional Park... And you have mountains to the north. Like, it, it's a valley. Phoenix exists in a valley between a bunch of mountains.
0: I suppose, yeah.
1: I mean, Andy, think about the border of California, right? That is a mountain range.
0: Yeah, no, that, that one I know,
1: yeah. That is way far to the west and the north.
0: Having uh, driven, let's see, did we go on 40? I think we went on 40. Yeah, we went on 40 over. So I went a little bit farther north of you, and yeah, no, there was...
1: Yeah, I did have to um, discuss with my, my seatmate on the plane out there that no, the Colorado River does not go through Phoenix.
0: Nope. No, it's part of the... Uh, isn't it part of the California-Arizona border?
1: Um, the Arizona... Is that California? Yeah, it's California. Yes, it is. In fact, Basically, the California-Arizona border.
0: Yeah, I was like, there's one, ri- I, th- I think there was a river there, because that's what, that's what se- separates um, uh, Nevada and Arizona, right? Yeah. With Lake Mead and the Hoover Dam, which got to drive across.
1: And, you know, the, you drove across the Hoover Dam?
0: Yeah, like I, when I drove Kyle out to L.A., we packed up his the car. The Hoover Dam
1: was drivable.
0: They were building the bypass at that time. So they were still, you still had to drive across Hoover Dam in That's order. That's fun. I know. Especially when you Hoover have. Hoover Dam
1: uh, Access Road and the Hoover Dam Cafe.
0: Yeah. No. Driving the, driving the switchbacks back down and then we drove over the dam in the middle of the freaking night. There was... awesome. I know. It was actually pretty cool. But it was hilarious, though, because they had all the signs there saying, like, you know, all vehicles will be searched. Not, like, if, but, like, will. Yeah. Because they don't want anything to happen to the Hoover Dam. Yeah. So, Kyle packed up basically his whole life and stuck it in the back of I think a Camry like I I packed the smallest suitcase that I could for this trip and we had to wedge it between the two seats there the car was just completely full
1: how and much we, did they have to like go through
0: the 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 Hoover Dam security guy I think he was he might've been park ranger or, you know, um, border patrol. I don't know what he was, but he was, you know, serious government guy. Yeah. Just, you know, he rolls down the window. It's the middle of the night. There's nobody he's else around. Chance. Just go. Yeah. He looked us in. He's like, guys, if you blow up this dam, i would going be seriously pissed at you guys. <laughs> and I, we're just like, just, we, we just want to get to Vegas, man. we just want to sleep. And he's like, just go. <laughs> Neither just We go. didn't want to get all the stuff out there. He didn't want to look at our car. He's just like, yeah. yeah, just don't blow up the dam. Otherwise, I'm going to be pissed. Okay.
1: I should go back. I I was at the Grand Canyon once. I was very young. I was, in fact, too young to really appreciate it. And I don't... I I've been to Vegas once, and we did not make it out to the Hoover Dam. And now that I'm a bit older and have more context... And played through Fallout New Vegas. I kind of want to go back and go to the dam. I mean, I'm looking at, it at Google Maps, and it is just like, that's a big dam.
0: Yeah, part of the thing, though, is that, you know, we went in the middle of the night, so it, it was just all darkness. Like, you glance over the edge, and you just see darkness because there's, like, nothing down there yeah. at the bottom of the dam. And you look out over Lake Mead, and there's nothing there because it's all water. So it was hard.
1: Really good stars.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it was part that was part of our debate when we were out that far was do we keep heading across Arizona in the middle of the night or the plan was to drive up to Vegas crash in Vegas overnight and then get down to L.A. the next day, Mm -hmm. which we did the it was a slightly longer route. But we're like, shoot, if something happens and we, you know, something breaks down, we're in the middle of nowhere between Arizona Phoenix and L.A. Yeah. There's nothing there. Nope. Um, so we decided to drive up to Vegas and then we get up to Vegas. We stop for gas. We drive down the strip. And at that point, you know, we're just like, you know what, let's just screw it. Let's just go the last little bit. We've gotten this far already. Which was not the smartest move because we hit L.A. morning traffic. And, you know, us having to deal with Detroit, I thought I knew what rush hour traffic was.
1: No, 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 no. Definitely not.
0: I I thought I knew what rush hour traffic was. Being driving, you know, through and around Detroit during rush hour, I thought I knew, but oh my god, morning commute into LA was just
1: a whole bonkers, yeah, yeah, no, um, desert bus,
0: yep, yep, which I, I, route? Oh, it's, I don't remember which route it is, but I, both of us were just like, we, we don't want to. strip wanna, of
1: highways between Tucson and Vegas, which is basically what you guys did.
0: Yeah. We're just like, you know, we don't, we don't want to drive from Arizona straight to <laughs> LA, especially, you know, we don't know what's out there. We don't know what gas stations are open or anything else. So like Vegas, we know Vegas is open.
1: Yeah. Vegas How did is. How you get so far south?
0: We took the route 66 route. Because we're going to L.A. from Michigan. Yeah. So you either drive through Iowa, Nebraska, Colorado, Utah, Vegas, down to L.A., or you take the Route 66 route down through St. Louis, Oklahoma, top part of Texas, Albuquerque, top part of Arizona, into L.A. So I-40. Yes. I don't remember what, exactly what route. Of, yeah, I-40. Yeah. Okay. So you, you either take 70 or you take 40. and. Interesting. There was supposedly some bad snow around Denver. So I'm like, I don't want to drive through the mountains. With snow. With snow in this little two-wheel drive Camry. So we drove so south. down
1: to Indianapolis, picked up I-70.
0: Yep. Saw, drove past the arch, you know, took 44 down to 40. Mm-hmm. You know, joined that at Oklahoma City and then just took 40 straight across until we got over to... I think it was, yeah, I think it was Kingman. Kingman is where we were trying to debate if we wanted to keep going on 40 into L.A. Or, or go
1: all the way up to Vegas and then that, come all the way back down.
0: Well, you know, what's the what's the mileage from Kingman up to uh, Vegas? Let's see. Kingman to Las Vegas. One hour, 41 minutes.
1: But then you have to do that, like, same hour and 41 coming back down.
0: Yes. But at that point, we had been driving straight Yeah. From Michigan. Yeah. So... You
1: guys are insane.
0: Yes. Yes, we were.
1: But also, you had a good time.
0: Okay, so let's just see. Kingman to Arizona, 4 hours, 54 minutes. If we add Vegas into the middle of that, doing a little reordering here, 5 hours, 49 minutes. So it was one of those things we thought we were just going to crash in Vegas, and we just decided at that point screw it, let's just go all the way into L.A. But yeah, no, that was... it. We I didn't think rush hour traffic was going to start that early, but it did, and it was ridiculous.
1: It well, it's a very large city, Andy.
0: Yep, yep. No, we should have crashed in Vegas for a couple of hours, delayed our intro into Vegas until, like, noon. hmm That would have been a smarter idea, but we didn't. So, it was... It is what it is. And then I went to go see the Eddie Izzard movie. And then got dropped back off at LAX and flew back. And then there was that whole thing with um, Chicago and Union Station and not being open 24 Oh, and
1: not the, the, the train station being closed.
0: Yep. That whole, that whole rest of that story, too. It's like a trip that just keeps on giving so many stories.
1: As any good trip.
0: Yes. Yes, that isn't true.
1: Well, cool. We got there because I was talking about my trip to Phoenix. Yes, <laughs> and which was for work. You you are going to have a lot of like work trips within the state.
0: Yep. I This,
1: this new job of yours.
0: I drove down to Niles for like a week straight to work on state police vehicles. Woo. Yep. Thrilling. And then Uh, there's another one up in Marshall is the next one. And then Wayland is the one after that. And then at some point during these next couple of months, I have to drive up to Lansing to work in the install bay.
1: Putting videos into vehicles.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the state police vehicles when they first, um, get basically installed. So the, uh, Michigan state police does, is it, fords right now or is it i can't remember what the the current contract is i think it might be fords it might be the interceptors which are actually just explorers but they're called interceptors the state orders the fords from ford they get dropped off in detroit for all the police wiring so they get kitted out for all the police like you know the basic stuff
1: the robocop stuff yeah because they're in detroit get it
0: yeah no i get you Um, So, yeah, they're they're bare-bones explorers. Basically, they get sent to Canfield. Canfield does all of the wiring and all the, you know, basic cars to make them drivable but have all the wiring harnesses and everything set up for all the police equipment. Then they get taken up to Lansing for installation of all the radios and cameras and all the antennas and everything else like that. All the third-party equipment that is not Ford equipment gets installed up in Lansing. So I'll be doing that for two weeks at some point. Yay. And then I have to go back in. Are, are you going to be
1: commuting to Lansing?
0: Most likely. just going to
1: get a place up there for like a day or two?
0: Well, uh, I have the option um, because of the distance travel. You know, I have to travel for there. The state would actually pay for a hotel room up there. Right. But then Kate would be stuck with the kids by herself right. for two weeks.
1: Yes. Which is no bueno.
0: Yeah, but since I drive a state-owned vehicle, which pays for all the maintenance and the gas, I just lose you know an hour and it's an hour and fifteen minutes door to door. Because I've had to drive it twice now. Um, so I lose you know two out two and a half hours out of my day driving up and back. So, and then uh, is
1: that is that time on the clock?
0: That one I do not believe so because i do believe i have to be reporting to i have to be reporting to the installation office at a specific time and then my hours i do believe start from that you know from when i actually clock in at the installation building which, you know, here in Southwest Michigan, my job is entirely remote, so as soon as I basically roll out of bed, turn on the radio, and call into the office saying that I'm on duty, I'm on the clock. Right. But nope, I do believe I will have to be, you know, I'll I'll eat that time. But then, you know, I'll be able to come back home and then dinner and put the and, kids to bed and...
1: Yeah, see your family and yes. help out.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's gonna be that for two weeks, and then at some point, I think in October or November, I have to go back up for a refresher course for I think two weeks as well. It's all part of the new hire process. This and work working for the government there is I thought I knew about red tape, but oh my God, so much bureaucracy.
1: <laughs>
0: Somebody told me, you know, I was trying to do a time card thing. There was an issue with my time card, and like, oh you need to talk to your HR, and I'm just like, which one? do i talk to my
1: but that's is that the secretary of state like
0: (laughs) yeah do i talk to my agency or my department or the actual hr department like there's there's hr people at all three of those levels i'm like i'm not sure who i actually need to talk to so that's fun but yeah it's nice and i don't have to worry about anybody calling my phone over the holiday weekend Because I'm not on call this weekend, so I don't have to worry about it, so yay!
1: Or rather, if they call, you know it is a serious, serious problem.
0: (laughs) Yes, I am so far down on the totem pole right now, if somehow I get called, a lot of things have gone wrong.
1: Something somewhere has gone horribly, horribly wrong.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, should we uh, talk about topics? Sure. We can either go with automobiles, because I've got a car topic on here, or there's a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for, like, the last Multiple week. weeks? Yes.
1: Uh, let's, let's hit the topic you want to talk about first.
0: Okay. Well, back on the 19th of May... Um, Walt Disney announced that the Galactic Star Cruiser is shutting down.
1: But that's their new attraction.
0: Mm-hmm. The two-night, was it $5,000?
1: When it opened, it was, yeah, at least. No, it, it
0: still, I do believe, was that cost.
1: Really?
0: Yes. Do they even have? Start planning, Maybe. Is it is that listed here?
1: Oh, I mean they've announced that it's closing. Are they taking?
0: Well, they they said
1: it's in the title. Two thousand five hundred dollars a night.
0: Yep, I think that's for yeah two night packages start at forty eight hundred for two people. Fifty and go up
1: if you have a kit. <laughs> yes. Wow, six thousand dollars for three adults and one child. Yep. Wow.
0: Which was funny. I was. So why are
1: uh, they shutting it down? Is, well, is there not enough demand to support a six thousand dollar two night hotel? Uh,
0: partially yes, because uh, I was reading um, one of the Disney blogs because I was trying to you know I was trying to read all of the people who have actually been to the hotel and written about it, and somebody wrote yeah. about it like they they went when it first opened, and then they went back to it like six months later, and I guess there's. Like events that happen that, you know, the, the star cruiser is under attack in one of these events and you're supposed to have, you know, people like raise the shields or defending it. Yeah. There's there's supposed to be like people defending it and the, the ship is technically supposed to survive the attack. But according to him, there was actually not enough people because he'd he'd already seen the event happen. Mm -hmm. So he knew, you know, how it was supposed to play out. And he said that there were not enough people at the hotel. Therefore, the Star Cruiser shields technically should have failed with the number of people that he saw who were participating. And therefore, the Star Cruiser should have been blown up.
1: But they're not going to let it be blown up. No, like
0: that, that. That does not work. Oh, I'm sorry the, your hotel the vacation. The human
1: interaction doesn't change the story.
0: Unfortunately, no. So he was like there there was literally not enough people to keep the baseline story afloat with well, how they had maybe, it set up.
1: Maybe $6,000 for 2 nights for 2 people while well, 4 people, I guess in this case, is a bad idea. Yep, I would I would believe so. Like, do you think it actually cost them that much to run it? like you have to pay all the actors yep that's that's fair like that's a thing they have to pay the talent they have to pay for upkeep and there's going to be a lot more upkeep on this thing
0: Mm Mm-hmm. because it's a hotel and an attraction all rolled into one so you're paying hotel you know whatever they're doing for the hotel costs on top of basically having
1: how how much are the hotel costs i i don't know because usually when i go Go to a hotel, like, not necessarily an amazing hotel, it's like 150 or $200 a night. hmm Now, this does include food.
0: That's true, yes. there was all, you know.
1: But, like, how much, let's, let's, let's flip this. How much is a cruise ship? How much is two nights
0: on a cruise ship? Oh, man, $6,000 on a cruise ship could get you, like, a week, I think.
1: For two people? Four people?
0: Hold on, I'm looking at it right now. Let's see. Carnival yep. cruises.:
1: Seven night Caribbean cruise costs approximately 400 to 1,200 per person. For seven nights.: Yep. Seven night Western Mediterranean cruise in June costs approximately uh, real quick, seven times 300, 2100. OK, so it wouldn't pay for the full thing
0: okay, let's see a four day cruise with uh four guests in the room uh no no, just that one thousand twenty three dollars and that was for four days
1: for one person
0: well uh total for the room one thousand twenty two for the whole room four days on a on a cruise ship
1: does that include food yes hmm Cruises are expensive.
0: <laughs> yes, but they're not $6,000 for two nights expensive.
1: No, this is a $5,800 for 15 nights. So my my point is, like, do you really think this thing is more expensive than a cruise ship?
0: No, it's probably not.
1: I guess there's a, like, economy of scale
0: That's true. a cruise ship. They can't pack this like a normal cruise ship. That would just that yep. would ruin the experience. It has to be, you know, it has to be people there. But if you start packing it like a cruise ship, it's not going to be fun.
1: Yep. Holy crap. 19 night cruise. Now I'm just looking at cruise ships. <laughs> 19 nights. Ready for this? Put this in your mental map. Fort Lauderdale is the departure. You go out past Cuba. You go down to Cartagena. You go through the Panama Canal. Ooh, those are always fun. Well, you I, go up.
0: You know, along, I would love to go on a cruise yeah, through the Panama Canal.
1: Punta Arenas into Puerto Vallarta into Cabo into Los Angeles into San Francisco. That's well, the cruise. Sh-
0: well, shoot! I think Kate's got relatives in Oakland.
1: Yeah, you of taking your <laughs> your family on a cruise, Andy. Eight thousand dollars for twenty days. God,
0: if that that would have to be during the summer, and then during the summer going through the Panama Canal. Oh no, probably...
1: this is this is only during the winter. Departure date December twenty seventh.
0: Well, Isaac would be in school, so that wouldn't work.
1: I mean, it's Christmas vacation.
0: That is true. That would be. Four, there were two weeks of Christmas vacation this year, so that would be 14 days right there.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'd only lose a little bit before and after.
0: Yeah, but I think that's when the exams were. Granted, he'd be, you know, if we went he's now, in I'd, he's in first, first grade. grade. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't believe it's already the end of the school year. Yeah. It felt so long, and yet it's already done. It's like, what the frack?
1: Think about how long it felt for him
0: i know and then that's, you a, know.
1: that's an appreciable fraction of his life was just spent at school Mm-hmm. okay that cruise looks really fun though <laughs> i might have to mark that one down uh how much of that is spent out of country so day four is to cartagena and back on day seven so 13 days is out of the country <laughs> you're
0: doing qualifies. you're doing the math aren't you
1: well, because it would it would pay for those 13 days. Once we're back in the States, I have to pay. Which is to say, I don't get the, the daily stipend. Yeah, yeah. Also, $8,000 is a lot.
0: Yes, yes it is. It is
1: far more than I would be reimbursed. That's a pretty sweet cruise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> anyway, uh, so Disney's shutting it down.
0: Yep haven't said what they're going to do
1: but it's going to be they shut. may change it from a like two day long story to half a day or something
0: or just make it the just a regular themed
1: hotel i mean they've already that would built be the cool thing too. yeah but aren't the hotel beds like bunks in a ship
0: yes there is one in the in the four bedroom rooms there are there's one main bed if i remember correctly and there you know the other two beds are bunk beds so
1: So it just does not sound fun.
0: Well, no. The idea was you're not supposed to spend time in your hotel room. You know, you're supposed to spend time on the ship. Like, that's why they gave you the quests to do and your whole, like, you know. Exploring the ship. Yeah. I see. I see. That's why they have stuff planned, like, all day.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, What else do you want to talk about?
0: Well, let's see. What else we got on here? Next one on the list.
1: Yeah. For it,
0: Activision Blizzard has been fined by By? the the PEGI code of conduct. Peggy, yep, Peggy. That's the European that you
1: hear in all the the, the, the video game like uh trailers, like Peggy 16.
0: So, this is the European version of ESRB, okay? So, the European version, MPAA,
1: or any of those things, except Peggy is like legally mandated, okay. Right, the ESRB is 100% voluntary. Yes. I th- uh, is Peggy required by law? Are mandatory for video games by law. Oh, in certain regions. So, like, Iceland requires it, but other places, uh, depends on your country. Austria, Peggy is legally adopted and enforceable in the region of Vienna. Other regions allow the choice between other things. Belgium officially supports Peggy, but there's no specific legislative basis. Greece officially supports Peggy and is represented in the Peggy Council, but no specific legislative basis.
0: Right, so Peggy, European version yeah. of the ESRB, yeah. um, had a rule stating that uh they would have to put a warning label about randomized in game purchases back Lube in April boxes. Yeah. Back in April of twenty twenty. Uh-huh. Um, they found out that um Activision Blizzard neglected to mention the loot boxes in Diablo Immortal when it submitted the mobile game for a rating. Mm-hmm. And then uh Playon did the same with limited bounty hunter edition of Hunt Showdown. So Activision okay. Blizzard's Activision Blizzard's the bigger one of the two. Yeah. But since this amounts to a violation of the rules described in the Peggy Code of Conduct, the Peggy Enforcement Committee sanctioned both companies with a fine. Of? Do you want to take a guess?
1: No, because I have the screen in front of me.
0: Oh. 5,000 euros.
1: That is a rounding
0: error. (laughs) Somebody did the math. They think that Activision Blizzard can make $5,000 in under five minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not a fine. That's a, like... <laughs> I don't, it's, that's a tip. That's an Activision Blizzard night out at a hotel.
0: I was going to say, that sounds like the bar bill for one of right. their parties.
1: Right. That's probably significantly less <laughs> than the bill for one of their parties. Yeah. That is... They must have gotten that information, like their legal department and the, the like people reading the email were just, what is that? Did they did they forget a zero?
0: Like, I feel like the, the lawyers for Activision Blizzard, whoever have to go through to file, you know, the paperwork for this are probably going to get charged more than the actual amount right. of the fine.
1: <laughs> hey, is it worth fighting this? No. (laughs) Just pay the damn thing. (laughs) But what about the principle of it? Just pay it. 5,000 euros is nothing.
0: 5,000 euros for not saying that there are loot boxes in Diablo, which we all know there are loot boxes in Diablo. I mean, that's just...
1: Yeah. I... This is, this is, this is
0: thoroughly disappointing is what this is like. Oh, here we go. The amount of money Diablo Immortal made in its first 30 days of operation, 48.9 million.
1: Right. This is less than a
0: pittance. Shows how I, you know, I, I was like, oh, they got fined for loot boxes. Okay. And it's like 5,000 euros. What? 5,000
1: f- euros. Like The fuck is that?
0: That is, I feel like, politicians, you know, going, we're going to do something about these loot boxes. We'll fine them. And then nobody pays attention to what the actual letter of the law is. And go, okay, good. The politicians did something.
1: Right. Yep. Now, like, yeah, other companies, 5,000 euros could hurt them a lot. And like other game developers. But make it a percentage.
0: Yeah. Even if you make it what 1%... That's still $4 million, right, of that first 30 days?
1: I mean, they should have been fined significantly more than that, like...
0: Yeah. God, still 5000 That's it.
1: <sighs> yeah, I, I like my description of, like, it's a rounding error for a bill for a corporate retreat. Yep. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, good on Peggy for trying to do the right thing, but, like... People, no, 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 come on!
0: If you if you want to fight loot boxes, you're going to have to try harder than that.
1: Well, but they don't want to fight loot boxes. They want to get paid by the companies.
0: Yep. Luckily, some of the games Isaac hasn't been playing have <laughs> had. I'm trying to think if any of the games Isaac is currently playing have loot boxes. Oh, I think he's playing something with dragons that have you know the dragon egg. It's an unknown dragon egg until you hatch it, and then
1: can you? Can to hatch them faster,
0: I don't know because it's through the it's on his tablet, and so all the games on his tablet are under the, like the Kids Plus subscription or something that we got free for a year. So he doesn't actually have to pay anything for any of his uh, apps or games or anything like that, and all the apps and games are specifically set up so he can't pay for any of the um, any of the bonuses or anything else like that. So I don't know if he has, you know, it's one of those things where like Amazon basically made a kids walled garden, and I'm actually okay with that. (laughs) I mean, I don't have to worry about him accidentally doing something. You know, you know, I, I he was playing. What was he playing on my phone? He was playing, oh, he was playing the SimCity game on my phone. And then without thinking about it, spent all of my money.
1: Oh, no. Your in-game money, right? Yes, my in-game money.
0: money. Yes. No, he spent all of my in-game money. And I'm just like, well, crap. I guess I don't get any bonuses for a while. (laughs) Because he's so used to, with his apps, just, you know, tapping things, and it doesn't have to worry about it. But now I'm just like, well, crap, man. I was we saving up. I
1: only have so much money. I was now you've got to raise taxes.
0: Well, I, well, I was actually going to review the SimCity game next week, so we'll talk about it then. Okay. So, did you watch the PlayStation Showcase 2023?
1: I did not. Was there anything good?
0: Well, did let's you see. Watch
1: the PlayStation show. No,
0: I did like not. That. I did not have time. It was remember quickly. It was during the day, and was it? On, I think it was on Wednesday, right? It's on Wednesday, either during the day or during the evening, when you know I'm in the middle of kids. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but you know, they did. Uh, let's see, Spider-Man Two. They announced a Metal Gear Solid Three remake and they also announced the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection which includes Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater um coming to the PlayStation 5.
1: Okay. I mean nothing like the Metal Gear stuff is is pretty I can imagine people wanting that. Yep.
0: Uh Final Fantasy got a new trailer For uh 16? Yes. Sweet. Bungie announced it's supposed to come out next month. Yep bungie announced something a new marathon game really yep
1: huh but huh yeah for those of you who are wondering why i'm kind of dumbfounded marathon was bungie's like big first game
0: released on the mac in 1992
1: first big game i guess it's It's Halo. It's Halo before it was Halo. Like, they released this game, and then Microsoft said, well, we can't have them making things for a Macintosh. If people start playing games on a Mac, then why would people buy a Windows machine? (laughs) And so they were like, hey, Bungie, come make a game for our new platform, the Xbox. And this is not a marathon remake. This is a new marathon game. Yes. Interesting. is isn't a direct sequel, but it belongs in the same universe. Won't feature a single-player campaign. Well, shit, never mind. Okay. Moving on. Yep. Uh, they announced an
0: uh, Alan Wake 2 mm-hmm. coming in October. Mm-hmm. The, um, the kicker, though, and I put this as a separate article... Because Alan Wake 2 will be digital only.
1: Hmm. I mean, a lot of games are now, aren't they?
0: Yes, but a $60 game that you can only buy digitally. Digitally. Remedy says that not releasing a disc helps keep the price of the game at $60 on console and $50 on PC.
1: As opposed to the more typical like $80 on console, $60 on PC.
0: Mm -hmm. There are many reasons for this. For one, a large number have shifted to digital only. You can buy a Sony PS5 without a disk drive, and a Microsoft Xbox Series S is a digital-only console. It's not uncommon to release modern games as digital-only. So, yep, (coughs) Alan Wake 2, coming in October, digital-only.
1: All right.
0: And the big news, um, well, there is uh, the first official PlayStation 5 earbuds. (laughs) Okay. Yep. And then there is Project Q.
1: Project Q. Mm hmm. Thus is Project Q.
0: Well, remember we talked about that PlayStation 5 Remote Play? Vaguely. Well, that's what Project Q is. Project Q will allow players to stream any game from their PS5 console using Remote Play over Wi Fi. So it's a. It's a Wi Fi enabled TV. Well, it's basically a Wi Fi enabled Nintendo Switch, but remove the Joy Cons and cut a Dual Sense controller in half. <laughs> if that makes sense. Does that make sense?
1: Cut a Dual. So instead of the Joy Cons, it's the Dual Sense controller on either side. Yes. Huh.
0: Eight inch HD screen and Dual Sense controllers on either side of your eight inch HD screen and you can play your PlayStation 5 games over Wi-Fi anywhere
1: in your house.
0: Do believe so? Yes. Instead of sitting on your couch, you could be sitting on another couch.
1: It's going to flop. It's going to flop. Yeah. If it were this this is Sony looking at the Switch and fundamentally misunderstanding it. <laughs> this <laughs> but, is like This is like the uh, the Sony tech demo. I I don't think it's quite like the Sony Tech demo, because at that point they understood like motion control is a thing and is the future. Or at least I don't know about the future, but is part of the generation and and needs to be integrated. This is just Mm -hmm. why?
0: So instead of pausing your game, if you have to go to the bathroom,
1: you You can take uh, it with you. You can just take it with you. You know that's the the only thing.
0: Yes, you have a steam deck. Let me tell you,
1: it's not that great to use on the toilet. (laughs) It's it's just big. It's big, Andy. I don't have that many other places in my house that I I guess in bed, but like, no. Yeah, they are fundamentally misunderstanding, like, why the Switch is successful.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I agree 100%. It's like, okay... We got to come out with something to fight the switch and we're coming out with this handheld, but it's not, it's not a handheld. No, it's a screen.
1: It's a portable screen.
0: Now I'm just picturing like somebody like getting a a suitcase and like a car battery and an inverter and their PS five and a Wi-Fi hotspot and just, you know, taping it all together inside the suitcase and like taking this suitcase around with them while they're playing on their little project Q small screen. That's the only thing I can think of is the fact that, you know, somebody's going to have this wired up portably and they be like, look at this. I can take my PlayStation wherever I want to go.
1: But you could just bring a monitor at that point. Yep. Yeah. It, just like, why? What is this about Assassin's Creed Mirage though?
0: Uh, that's the next Assassin's Creed game. They're kind of scaling down from the <laughs> massive, um, just it's sprawling the sprawling odyssey and valhalla and all the okay they're they're kind of taking it back to the 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 roots almost of original assassin's creed but they're also showing off a thing called assassin's focus which mm-hmm. did you never played any of the um splinter cell games have you
1: uh, not for more than 5 minutes
0: okay there was one one of the splinter cell games i forgot which year they started this but you could actually tag enemies
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And basically like you you're you're you could like follow them around and when you break into a room, you could actually like hit a button. I'm thinking this is what this is. I haven't actually seen this in there, but you could actually in Splinter Cell basically, you know, tag enemies and then hit a button and it would basically auto kill those enemies. Now, you know, it's like a power up that you have to basically, you know, do things in order to get those free automatic kills, but still it was actually pretty sweet. You know, be like, okay. There's a guy there. There's a guy there. There's a guy there. Blow the door, tap, dive right in, place. tap a button, and yep, take all three of them down. I'm like, that's that's what I think this Assassin's Focus is going to look like. So that's going to actually be kind of neat. But I am still so far behind on my Assassin's Creed games. It's
1: oh, absolutely. I mean, I I stopped playing after the Assassin's Creed two series, the Ezio series.
0: I need to finish. God, there's Sandy. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, I just you're don't have gonna time. You're not going to finish. No. You're not
1: going to finish.
0: I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm
1: sorry, but you're not going to finish.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, I've had my Xbox 360 sitting there plugged into the TV. Everything's wired up, ready to go since we moved into the house. Yep. And it... I think I played Burnout Crash maybe a couple of times. You know, just a couple Just a couple? Yep. All right. So, yeah, Alan Wake 2, digital only. Um, Let's see what else we got going on here. Um, Somebody has cracked the Windows XP activation.
1: I I heard about this. The OS that refuses to die.
0: Yep. Now, which, you know, there were tools for generating keys that basically... For just you know, software hacks or brute force type of stuff there, but somebody actually finally—well,
1: the the keys that they would generate still had to be authenticated by a server. Yes, and this makes it so that they don't have to be authenticated by a server.
0: No, because they they were able to basically hack the um the phone the phone uh, activation
1: the phone home yes or oh the activate by phone
0: yeah activate by phone.
1: Interesting.
0: Which, it turns out, you can't do that anymore on newer versions of Microsoft.
1: You can't activate by phone?
0: Nope. Makes there was sense. something There was something else, too, that was, anno- that was annoying Paul right before I left Midwest, and I can't remember what it was, but Microsoft was doing something else that was dumb, which, not new, but I'll have to find out from him what that was. But yeah, no, in case, yeah. in case you have a Windows XP box that needs to be activated, which you shouldn't, unless it's you know there's
1: really no reason for that
0: unless it's entirely air-gapped and you know which if it's air-gapped you don't have to worry about it phoning home anyway but yes no you should not put an xp computer on the internet just don't no
1: no don't bad things will happen Mm -hmm. there are many security holes that are never going to be patched
0: nope so other windows news yes uh, Windows 11 yes. is expanding its archive formats that it can work with.
1: Interesting.
0: Does TAR. TARS? TAR, 7-Zip, RAR, G, uh, GZ, and um, let's see if there's more listed on the blog post here. AI, AI. Of course, the blog post is all about AI.
1: <sighs> but, but I think they mean the AI format.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Not AI-like artificial intelligence.
0: Sorry, it's hard to tell. Yeah, we have added native support for additional archive formats including TAR, 7-Zip, RAR, gz, and many others using the LibArchive open source project. So WinRAR... So
1: native support for all of this. That's yep, really native cool.
0: support. Yep.
1: Like, that's really cool. Native support is needed. Although yes. it's gonna, like, put a hamper on 7-Zip. I guess 7-Zip is free anyway, so...
0: Yeah, WinRAR is gonna be like, oh, crap.
1: <laughs> Please install WinRAR. Your trial has expired. <laughs> no.
0: I actually just had to put 7zip on my uh my work laptop for the state. Motorola- it's one of
1: the very first things I install on a new computer. Yep. Just flat out, like, immediately.
0: Yep. Some of, our, um, some of our encryption stuff for Motorola is sent in 7-zip format. I don't know why, but that's what Motorola picked, and that's what we have to use. So that's one of the yeah. first things that I had to do. Is it like, okay, oh, you got the laptop? Yep. All right. Install 7-zip. Okay. I don't know why, but I'm not going to argue against you.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, Windows 11, if you've got it. Be able to do a lot more with it. Cool. All right. Anything else on this list here, Dave, or no? Uh,
1: games. Uh, summer games
0: done quick. Starts tomorrow. Oh my goodness! there's already another one. Twice a year, Andy. We're it,
1: it's June next week.
0: I know it's it's crazy. We're almost halfway through the year. Yeah, we are uh, week twenty-one through, of the year.
1: Just scrolling through right now, looking for anything fun. There's a Bioshock Two Any Percent run that looks like it might be fun. Uh, ba, ba, ba,
0: ba. If I remember correctly, a lot of Bioshock you're, you're stuck with the in-game cutscenes.
1: I'm sure they figured out ways to skip them.
0: Hopefully, because I remember there was Mega there was like... Man
1: Six. Any percent? Two players, one controller. Wait, what? <laughs> one person does the the D-pad. The other person has the A and B buttons.
0: Oh my goodness! That just seems silly.
1: V v v, v, v v v Any Percent Glitchless. That's always a, a blast because you can just go so fast in that game. Mm-hmm. Um anything Celeste. Celeste speedruns are just nuts. Oh god, it's a Celeste task speedrun. Holy crap. That's gonna be nuts. Uh Final Fantasy 4 pixel remaster any percent. They're looking at a three-hour runtime. Elden Ring any percent glitchless.
0: Are you going to put a link to that on the links for the episode?
1: I can. Will it be up in time for it to matter?
0: Uh, well, there's no work on Monday, so I was going to try oh, to get it up.
1: Okay. Bonus game, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, any percent blindfolded.
0: Now, people are just showing off now.
1: Super Metroid co op any percent. That's when you have two separate games of Super Metroid, but what happens in one also happens in the other.
0: But I thought Metroid so was to... randomly generated. What? I would, wasn't part of Metroid randomly generated or no. No. Or am I God, thinking no. of something else?
1: Definitely not. Okay. Metroid is not randomly generated at all. There's almost zero RNG in Metroid.
0: Oh, maybe I was thinking of the time where somebody programmed Link to the Past, where all the items were randomly placed.
1: I mean, there there is Link to the Past randomizer, and there's a Metroid randomizer.
0: Okay, maybe that's what I was thinking. But the actual of.
1: game is not random. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're losing Andy, so we got to get moving. Because <laughs> Dave is telling me games I've never heard of. No, I mean just your your internet is like oh, having issues.
0: It's starting to go.
1: Or mine is, one or the other.
0: I don't I don't know. Let yeah. me, uh looks like the round trip time is just starting to creep up. So
1: Do uh, me do me a favor, Andy. Yeah. Let's save where we're at. Okay. Right now. Okay Let's just save the stream.
0: <clears throat> Alright, I have saved it. Should we okay. move on? Should we move on to the randoms then?
1: Yeah. I believe it's my review. Yes, it is. I would like to review a game called Triangle Strategy.
0: Okay, Triangle Strategy. Looking it up. Oh, for the Switch.
1: Available on available on the Switch, available on Steam, available on I believe the PlayStation 4 and 5, probably available on Xbox as well. I'm playing the Steam version. <laughs>
0: It looks good. Like yeah. I like I like its I like its art style. The
1: the HD 2D
0: yeah kind of has a so this um, is Chrono Chrono Trigger Final Fantasy sort of look to yeah, it. Yeah,
1: so the 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 style is the the idea of it is, at least is that the um like the backgrounds are very high definition. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of fidelity, but the characters are like 2D sprites. And so it looks like um almost like a diorama. It's very similar to the art style for Octopath Traveler, um which is because it's the same group. Oh, okay. It's the same uh developers at Square Enix that made this, which makes it right Octopath Traveler Triangle Strategy. Okay, cool. Um it is a spiritual successor to old tactics RPG games, so Final Fantasy Tactics um, ogre tactics, other tactics based games. you have units, you give them positions on the board. They move around the board, sequentially, like each each character has a turn and you have like attacks and items and special attacks based on your class, etc, etc. Take that concept and make a play, like a full story, an opera. If you will, people aren't singing, but like just this this epic story interspersed with uh small sessions of exploration, small sessions of um, discovery and and research, and small sessions of battles there's like one battle per chapter, and it's just this giant story, and it 's like here, watch half an hour of the characters talking to each other. And then you get to, like, do some research, and then you go through a thing where you decide your next steps, and then you do a fight. You won the fight. Congratulations. Move on to the next section of the story. Sit back and relax, because there's another 20 minutes of dialogue. It is absolutely watch a play, um, which is great, honestly. Like, I'm having a lot of fun. It's a very involved story. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of depth. Um, I dislike that the you, the the insert character, the um, character that you control, effectively gives up his agency. Like, you don't make decisions. Your group does. And the only thing you can do is try to influence the other members of the group so that they do what you want them to do. So, like, early on, you have a decision to make about should we go to place A or should we go to place B? And you don't get to make the decision. All the characters say, I think we should go to A or B. And you have to talk to them and present arguments to say no, we should go to this one, and then they vote, and you are bound by what they vote. But they're they're not real care. Well, they're not real people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're they're all AI controlled. So you have to figure out how to. Well, convi- the 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 things to convince them are like options on a screen. Oh, okay. right. You are presented with three dialogue options, and there's some hidden values and stuff behind it that. Change your success rate. Um, but, like, the story and the characters are, are very in-depth and there's a lot of history to each character and there's some twists and there's some, some awesome themes in there about, like, what is right for a ruler to do? Um, what does it mean to be a ruler? Are – like, should there be rulers? Um, there are three countries, which is where the triangle part of this comes in because it's the balance between the three countries. Uh, there is a country where ostensibly it's all about, um, meritocracy that you are rewarded for doing well. There's a traditional mid, uh, like medieval European kingdom where there's a, a line of hereditary, uh, heredity and like they rule because they're the king. That's what they do. They're supposed to rule. And the royal family is supposed to rule. And the houses that are in each of the districts are supposed to rule those districts. And then the third country is a uh theocracy. Hmm. And I'm, like, I'm loving this game. It's really well done. It's very well designed. It is fun to play. The story branches based on your decisions and your actions and your performance. Um... I'm not sure how the story ends yet because I'm not at the end. I do know that there are three okay endings <laughs> and one good ending. Are you trying to go for the good or do, do you apparently, know how to get to
0: the good? Or
1: So I, I, I did look at it a little bit. And apparently, I've already disqualified myself from the good ending. Oh. And this is like one thing I do have a problem with with this group of developers. Is they do this in some of their games. Like there's – like. There's nothing, nothing that tells you that this is how you get to the good ending. And, like, there's a decision you make in the second chapter that if you make the wrong one, too bad. You have a 50-50 chance. And after that, no way to get to the good ending. So that, that part I still take some issue with and I'm a little disappointed in. Otherwise, really fun game. Very much enjoying it. Highly recommend it. Hmm. It's all about the difference between morality, utility, and liberty. Some heavy
0: questions to be asked by a video game. Yep. Which, you know, if you're sitting there just waiting for your one battle to show up, gives you plenty of time to think.
1: Well, you're watching the story.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, (laughs) Triangle Strategy, Dave's got it on Steam, but also available. They're trying to find a webpage for this thing.
1: Highly recommend it.
0: Really? They're not giving me a webpage?
1: If I oh. were not recording the podcast, I would be playing it right now.
0: I guess I will go with this page. All right. Try angle strategy. All right. So is it time for the random topic? Yep. <clears throat> All right. Random topic rolled ahead of time. If there is one technology that is currently not in existence or not currently technologically feasible, but you are able to will it into existence what would it be?
1: Teleportation.
0: I was going to go with a replicator.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, Replicator or teleportation. And (laughs) by teleportation, I mean the, like, quantum tunneling for, for, like, portals, not just beam me up oh beam me up does well but beam me up does the whole like deconstruction reconstruction are you the same person that
0: could be an excellent question
1: that is a question that has been asked many times Mm -hmm. like when you teleport someone using a star trek teleporter you deconstruct their entire body and then reconstruct it on the other side they they describe that they say the, the matter transporter deconstructs you transmits the pattern and reconstructs you on the other side. Are you the same person? I don't want to get into that. I don't care. I want a portal that I can walk through. No amount of deconstruction. There may be some other physical weirdness of like what about the difference in air pressure like if i open a portal here and i open the other end of it in like ann arbor uh like the air pressure is different here than it is in ann arbor am i about to blow a hole in someone's house
0: That is an excellent question.
1: You've played Portal too, right? Yes. You know the last fight. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't want that.
0: No, nope, no, that would that would cause problems. Right. Well, it's sort of like um, when you talk about portals. In my head, I'm just thinking of uh, somebody. I was talking to somebody on uh, Facebook because they had just posted something about Stargate, and I'm like, oh, I know, you know, I know Stargate.
1: Don't get the thing. me started on Stargate. <laughs>
0: But you know, there was the episode where they uh, opened one too close to a black hole. Yep. And I was just like, "Oh, yeah, nobody thought of that one, did
1: they?" I mean, someone did because they had an episode about it. Well, yeah, but you know. And I take issue with it. But yes,
0: no, I was thinking replicators.
1: <laughs> How much? Be clear, you mean Star Trek replicators?
0: Yes, not Stargate not, replicators. not Stargate replicators. No, not okay. those bugs.
1: Just wanted to be clear about which replicators you were talking about, because <laughs> you yes. we were just talking about Stargate.
0: Stargate. I talk about replicators, and yep, I remember them from season five and six,
1: question mark? Oh, part? they come back a couple times.
0: Yep.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: But yeah, no, the, the Star Trek replicators. Okay. Being able Those to... Those would
1: be very useful.
0: Yes, very useful.
1: As would some method of teleportation.
0: Yes. So, like, you know, Star Trek. If, if we could just live in the Star Trek universe. No. No, don't live in the Please Star don't. Trek universe.
1: <laughs> Do not live in the Star Trek universe.
0: Oh, I feel like I've got to go and uh, pick up my Paramount subscription again, just so we can finish Picard. We're not done yet. I need to watch it. Apparently it's getting
1: really good.
0: Yeah. Nope. the final season, supposedly everybody's like, oh my god, this is great, and I'm just like, okay, gotta get there gotta get there yeah gotta get there yeah one of those things where it's like yep i just got I, everybody says it's great i just gotta get through the current season so i can get to the last season and then everything supposedly will be great so we'll see
1: supposedly All mm-hmm. all right i think that's everything yep
0: that's a wrap this has been another episode of the random access podcast